the world's top terrorists. Think of it, the world's top terrorists. And we're having people like Nancy Pelosi. Oh, it's a real genius. Do you believe that one? Nancy. Nancy. Nervous Nancy. But here's the guy who slaughtered and butchered civilians all over, and, and military, whoever was in his way. And we have Bernie and Nancy Pelosi, we have them all, they're all trying to say, how dare you take him out that way? You should get permission from Congress. You should come in and tell us what you want to do. You should come in and tell us so that we can call up the fake news that's back there and we can leak it. Yo, what's good, y'all? I'm Rob Lee. This is High Science with Strange Objects, and I'm just here to drop jewels and talk a whole lot of shit. Yo, what's good, y'all? Happy New Year and all that. Mm. I'm just hanging out. Took me a while. This is my first podcast of the new year. All good. I made a lot of resolutions for the new year. I ain't really keeping none of them shits, except... In my mind, like staying on track with like all my goals and aspirations and things that I'm trying to do, and it's like it's not like because like my 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 you know my New Year's resolutions was like to write for one hour a day, but I feel like I'm really just writing all day and listening to stuff, you know, podcasts and reading and, and getting it together. I haven't. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it 100. I haven't really been in the gym this year yet. <laughs> but, you know, it's not for lack of a membership. Uh, it's, you know, late at night right now while I'm recording. But I'm planning on being in there in the gym first thing in the morning. It's been about a week or two weeks since I've been in the gym. But I've been working on some things or whatever. But yeah, so I was just chilling, you know, sitting back watching the Donald Trump uh, rally. And it's just like, yo, not a, I don't know, like, yo, people, yo, people missing out, like, not watching, you know, these Trump rallies. Everybody got get their little, it's like, it's, it's like a whole team thing popping right now. And it's just like, man. I don't know, it, it, I mean, it's, these are like stand-up comedy acts every single time. I mean, it's just, it, it's hilarious. And, and you know, I'm watching that shit, you know, and they, we all know what happened. To, well, I'm sure, I don't know. I don't know, because, like, everybody feel like, you know, I guess it's like the left or whatever. They don't want to, like, pay attention to the news. Like, everybody... That's like supporting the Democratic, the, the 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 traditional constituency of the of the Democratic Party, are kind of just like abdicating, like paying attention to what's going on in the news. Cause it's just like they they sticking their head in the dirt and just like hating Trump. And it's like there's no way you're not gonna you're gonna lose. Like you're just surrendering. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. 
I mean, like, and, I, and that's not to say that I necessarily agree with you, but I'm just saying, like, it's not going to work out like that. And he, so he just, you know, shot this. Dude. And, it, and, you know, it's amazing how, like, the impeachment talk just, like, totally died down. Like, all these people, like, on the Breakfast Club, everybody thinking they know, you know, something about politics, trying to promote an agenda, talking about impeach the president and all that kind of stuff. You know, but all that's gone now. You know, and it died out. It died out before like kind of the holidays. With was they she not, you know, that's a whole new story. People really think they know what's really going on. But like, if she can look anyway, yo, some you know you gotta watch the Trump rise. Those shits are funny. You know, like he truly like I'm not saying, you know, get a MAGA hat or nothing. But I'm just saying, like, if you watch the rallies that he's not, like, he's making up his own narrative, just like everybody else is, you know, and, and, you know, telling, telling a lot, misrepresenting, like, facts and situations and all that, but his shit is hilarious, and I mean, like, it's not like the Democrats ain't doing that shit too, you know, but it's funny, and I think that people should at least, like, listen to what he's saying before, like, you kind of form an opinion, it's just like, I don't know. I don't want to get into the semantics of it all, but it's just like this dude just like put a head on homeboy, you know, like the t- the top general of Iran. Like people, people were terrified of Iran before all this kind of stuff happened. And it's just like, man, like we just kind of pretending is that that, you know, these are real threats. Like we, we definitely don't want to go in there and try to take over the country or none of that. But, you know, is this 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 the stuff that's going on right now i mean like the way we thought about iran before like trump just like put a hit on the head general it's just you, you kind of felt like that really couldn't happen or or like without serious consequences and like that's kind of been proven wrong and kind of like and it's not about like even proven like for me it's just about seeing what's really real you know, and if like these people aren't really a real threat like that, and it's like ways that we can, you know, maneuver and make the world a better place, and like not pretend like it's it's too much pretending going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like the the idea that I mean, like you know, I'm not taking sides or anything, but like everybody's on a side, you know. So you gotta you gotta take that in, into consideration. When you're thinking about like how the world works or whatever, and the fact that you know this is, I mean, because like when you think about it, like like this, the Iran, Iran, Iran as a nation, like they're kind of all about like one of the main tenets of like the government of Iran is that Israel needs to be exterminated from the face of the earth. You know, and, and it's just like, I don't know what you believe. You know, you might believe that too. You know, like I know how, you know, the the whole thing with the Muslims and the Jews and the Shiites and the and the, and the um, Sunnis and all that crazy shit that goes on, like between religions and all that. But like, you got to respect the fact that, you know, this is, when you're doing, this is a country that believes that another nation 
on the earth needs to be wiped out. And I mean, and it's just other stuff, you know, like there's a whole bunch of things that, you know, you know, it's been pointed out like that all these news reporters and all that kind of stuff, they'll go on, you know, they'll go to like even like, and you know, all the women that work for the government or the media and that go, they go to these uh, Islamic countries, you know, they they wear the hijab, you know what I'm saying? And, like, what they say when they're over here is that, like, the hijab is, like, that's the oppression of women. So, like, crazy hair, like, they're willing to, like, go and submit to that, you know what I'm saying, for the sake of having a career, you know. And then, not to say, I'm not saying whether they should or shouldn't, but it's just... It's just, you know, a little bit strange. But, yeah, so I'm watching this, this, this fuck, these, these rallies, which I'm telling you, they are 100% entertaining. If you haven't, if, ne- if you have never watched a Trump rally, you should watch it because it's hilarious. But, you know, the crazy thing about it is, like, all these people still show up to a Trump rally to protest, which is, like... In the beginning, like when, like after, right after the election in 2016 or whatever, I could understand if you was like upset or whatever, and like you didn't know what to do, and all you could do was go to a Trump rally with your son. But, I mean, we like three years in now. He's been doing rallies, rallies, like for what five now, so. Those protesters are a part of the show. Like, Trump could easily just, like, keep giving his speech because you wouldn't know that people were getting tossed apart. <laughs> you wouldn't know <laughs> that people were getting tossed apart of there unless, like, he stopped the show and let you watch it because everybody loves a fight. That's the crazy shit. Like, no matter what's going on, if a fight, if a fight pops off, Everybody's going to turn and look at the fight. You know what I'm saying? That's what everybody want to see. Like, that's entertaining for human beings for whatever reason. But, like, it's like genius how he just stops the show to watch people get tossed up out of there. And, like, they're just helping him. Like, if you go to protest the show, you're just helping the show. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Like, people just, like, need to, like, knock it off a little bit because, like... You know, and I was thinking, like, while I was watching this rally tonight, I'm thinking the whole time, like, wow, this is like, because, like, it's not like the Democrats are offering really a sane alternative. They're just, like, greedy little, like, this is terrible. But, like, the whole thing is, is like, they're not going to win. Like, it, the way the Democrats are running what, you know, or, 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 campaigning on like there's nothing behind like there's just extremely cynically trying to take advantage of like all the civil rights movements all the you know quote quote unquote civil rights movements so whatever falls under like civil rights and what they call equality these days you know and I'm not going to get into my personal opinion on that you know it's just like yeah, I'm not gonna get into that right on this particular podcast, but you know, I feel like 
I'm looking at this like, yo, we just in idiocracy. Like that's what that's where we're at. you know that's where we're headed. Like the president, President uh, Camacho, in idiocracy, was a professional wrestler. Trump was on the WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he was a part of that. Like it's really that, and like and like watching like what's going on just is like that's how you get to that kind of situation. But um, I'm going to be right back after this with it. All right, to get this thing started, we got to uh, begin with Jean-Jacques Rousseau and the social contract. Man is born free and everywhere he is in chains. One thinks himself a master of others and still remains a greater slave than they. Thus, dramatically, begins Jean-Jacques Rousseau's influential work of political philosophy, The Social Contract. Rousseau was trying to understand why a man would give up his natural freedoms and bind himself to the rule of a prince or a government. It's among the oldest questions in political philosophy. Yeah, so, generally, and especially right now, a lot of people don't really think of themselves as, like, a part of a species of animals that exists on the planet Earth. And by that I mean, you know, we get caught up into our careers and, you know, all having the newest things and the technologies and all those things like that. But, like, that's not really the outside view. The outside view is that we're basically just apes, you know, Surviving on this planet Like all the extra shit that we do is it, It's what makes us special It's like Our brains developed in a way That gives us A certain dominance over the planet earth And It, it, it lends to like Like Living your own Like creating your own narrative in life And like kind of living in an artificial world at the at the real level like we're basically just out here camping because an act of nature can just like totally wipe shit out and have us back at that level at any day now like everything we we're, we're doing above it is is a product of like our civilization and like that's the social contract that's why we come together as people cuz otherwise like as like <clears throat> Strictly animals, like you. If we if we're just out here by ourselves in nature, like human beings are a social animal, you know. But ultimately, like we we tend to think of we we tend to see life from the perspective of an individual because we ignore that part of like the whole real social contract. The social contract is that. If I have to live, if I have to survive on this planet by myself as an individual, I will not be, I, I wouldn't have the type of lifestyle that I have now. Because like people can't build a house. You can't build a house. You can't build a computer. You can't build an iPhone. You can't, you can't, like nobody can. Like all that stuff that we have right now, like no one person could do it by themselves, you know? And so... <clears throat> We tend to see ourselves as something above, like all the other animals that exist on the planet Earth, and we're really not. The only thing that makes us 
special or dif- differentiates us from all the other species on the planet is like our ability to create, like to affect our environment, basically. Because even at the even on the social level, like you go through life, hopefully, and find things that you like, you know, that other people aren't really into, and and, and affect your environment. That like that's kind of where we are as a species. But as an individual, we're making a social contract to get those things done, to have those like material possessions, you know, that that can be had because of the division of labor, but. With that, before that, the, all the extra stuff, it should be about, you know, if, you know, as an individualist, as an individualistic society, you know, as an American in, in the United States, and like, we are different, like, you know, we are products of our environment in this country, and as such, we tend to view life individualistically like you know going out everything about us is is about the individual like we're as opposed to like uh, like a country like asian countries like japan or china when they or or any kind of like communist society like cuba where they focus on the society and i'm not saying i'm not taking a position i think i think both ways contribute something to the human experience but what I'm saying is that the social contract means that we are making we we in a democracy. You know the way a democracy, like like Thomas Jefferson said, an educated citizens citizenry is a vital requisite for survival as a free nation. You know, and it's just like. If we if 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 we descend into like tribes, tribal shit within the nation, and not you know pay attention to the news, like not know about what's going on, you know we ignored like ignoring everything on the governmental level. Tyrannical government will take over. Absolutely, and I mean that—that's absolutely what's happened anyway. It's just like people got really comfortable and felt like, oh, I don't have to watch the news every night, and and I don't have to know what's going on in my country. And just because I'm offended about who's president, now I'm not paying attention at all to the news, and I'm just gonna hide out in my little, um, you know, clique or tribe or whatever, and just hate the other. That like that that's like. You setting us up for civil war, like that. That everything has consequences, and just like pulling away from the government. And I mean, just like the media taking sides and like not like holding them accountable, like letting the newspapers close. Like, who do you think investigates like lo- local politicians and all that kind of stuff to find corruption and all that kind of stuff? You know, it's not the internet. It's not. The net, it's not CNN, it's not MSNBC, it's not any of that kind of stuff. So, you know, like, you can't just, this isn't really Disneyland. You know, it's only Disneyland if you have, like, people putting in the hard work so people can take vacations and live, like, 
these kind of lifestyles that are, you know, I don't know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know about all this inequality shit and all that kind of stuff, but it's just like, man, all that, like, and, and that's the whole thing. It's like people aim for that kind of shit, you know what I'm saying, to where, like, you're not really doing nothing. And I don't know, man, that's neither here nor there. Like, if you look at automation and all that kind of stuff, like, we could have that kind of lifestyle as a civilization if we wanted to, but, like, it all comes back to, like, we have to be informed to make these decisions and kind of, like, decide and guide, like, where we go to as a civilization. Like, dude, what kind of world do you want to live in as an individual? It's not about... I mean, like... I don't understand, like, why people would hate, like, in, 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 from a macro level, like, why do you hate a government unless it's trying to destroy you, you know? And, like, there are cases where governments are trying to destroy people, and those are cases that should be assessed and dealt with accordingly, you know? And, and so the idea that you're just not going to pay attention to, like, what's going on or whatever is nuts like we you you as an individual you should have a contract for what you want to know and this is how people get taken advantage of like the minimum wage like if that's the existence that you're going to live by being a participant in the society like you should really rethink that and that's why like a lot of people think about like how to market how the market is or whatever you know the marketplace free markets and I'm with that you know I got my degree in business. I completely, like, I don't have a problem with capitalism. I don't have a problem with socialism. I don't have a problem with communism. But the thing about it is, like, you got to know what you're in. And, and like, and I like the idea of being able to choose, you know? I like, if I want to live in a communist society, then, you know, I like having the option of going to live in a communist society. If I was a Muslim and I wanted to go to a Muslim country and live, you know, I like that option, you know? But... This shit, every, 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 you know, the world is big enough for every, like, society to have its place or whatever. But I think it's important that people know what's going on, like, the the decisions they're making. Because, like, I see, like, you see people, like, even on dating sites talking about no Trump supporters, but they don't watch the news, you know. And it's just, like, Either way, both ways, you know, like people start thinking certain ways about people and, and it's just like it, it it's 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 um it's creating an environment where we can move into tribes and silos with of our own views and it's just like separating people and it's not productive when you don't realize like kinda what's at stake. Like the reason why The reason why, you know, like, people, we can't effectively deal with our issues is because, like, it's all about, like, your team winning, and that's not what it should really be about, because it's like, you know, that was one, like, I I mean, like, I don't know if y'all watching the news, I guess if you listen to this, you're probably watching the news, but, you know, like, this is one of the greatest fears, like, that the founders had is, like, us descending into partisanship as a nation. You know what I'm saying? Never mind all the other issues that we have going on. And, like, that's definitely something to think about. All right, now that we got that shit out of the way, 
let's get into the meat of the matter. So the Second Amendment, and I'm a big fan of the Second Amendment, because like, yo, we out here alone ultimately, you know, that, that, like, that's my point about the social contract, like, you gotta understand, like, being a part of the society has to be beneficial for you as an individual. So, with that said, the Second Amendment is a well-regulated militia being necessary necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, I've been listening to, you know, a lot of stuff about, like, you know, Supreme Court and court rulings on the interpretation of the Second Amendment. But, in my opinion, I haven't heard the right one yet. And I'm (laughs) pro-gun, like I probably said before. But for me, you know, because you got to understand, like, the United States was a revolutionary nation. It was formed in revolution, in revolution against, like, the tyranny of kings and queens and all that shit. Like, if if you believe in, in America or <laughs> America, if you believe in, like, the foundation, the founding ideas that the United States of America had in its inception, then you have to understand that we didn't we didn't want like families dynasty family dynasties and shit like that like Bushes and Clintons and all that kind of stuff. It was supposed to be about a free people. So when I read the Second Amendment, I hear a well-regulated militia. Because, see, the whole thing about the Constitution is that, you know, they and then when people look at this, they see the word state in here, and it's capitalized. So, like, for me, they, they should know when they talk about the state, they're talking about the United States of America, not, like, individual states. Because the Constitution was was primarily a contract between like what the state is meaning the country meaning the the federal government is and the individual people get confused because or in my opinion people get confused because they start thinking that because it was being negotiated by the states like the states like even as it is now all the states have different cultures so because they were the states were the ones negotiating for certain rights and amendments to the constitution that free state means as a like the national guard and it doesn't this country was founded to like confront tyranny in all its forms like we were never meant to submit to kings and, and oligarchies and all that kind of stuff we're talking about a nation of free people so when they say a well-regulated militia being necessary to to the security of a free state. You know, so that means securing all the rights of a free people, you know, 
and creating a state with that philosophy and idea in mind. Um, the right of the people, which is the individuals, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Right? So that's not the National Guard, that's not the police, that's the people that may have to oppo- eventually oppose a tyrannical government. So that means not that I mean even though like I read read a book like long time ago in a library that you know kind of shaped my views on on the second amendment anyway anyway I can't remember the name of the book but like whatever um but a well regulated militia doesn't necessarily mean like or if you have weapons and you're actively going out training in the training the militia or whatever you know, and you you're a part of some particular group. It means that because, like, at any point, like the citizens may need to organize to combat a tyrannical government, then generally, all men of fighting age should. It's probably it's the duty of a citizen, and this is, this is actually laws in some places. But I mean, like the way people look at guns and all this stuff nowadays. You know, it was it, it like we're out here. Like I said, we're out here surviving. So like any at any time, an act of nature, a force of nature, or something like that could send us back. Like really. So as a as a as a as a grown man, you know, walking on a planet Earth, you should be equipped to deal with that situation at all times. But you know, and and I'll get into that in a minute. But. Because, you know, a militia may need to be formed to face a tyrannical government, you can't organize that with people who have never seen a gun before, right? So, like, like the idea of who we are as a people, like, this goes down to the foundation of, of like, the social contract and who we are as, as a, as basically as an organism on the planet Earth. Like, we've evolved through, through generations and, you know, evolution to the point that we are now. But ultimately, you know, the Second Amendment was put down so you could have men of fighting age who could be organized to face a t- basically, I mean, the idea was a tyrannical government, but, I, you know, foreseeably, it could be like an invading force. Like if, a, if another country tried to invade or whatever. They wouldn't have to organize like that's what Sweden does. Like they they have like everybody has to have a rifle, and all that kind of stuff, so they can they have sharpshooters, or whatever. But the, I mean, this is why the NRA, the NRA, this is why the NRA was developed in the first place because they wanted to promote gun ownership because like the soldiers uh, and like in the Civil War or something, like the North, the reason the war. Uh, went so long or whatever they had so many problems because like a lot of the people that that, that when they started fighting they had, they had never like they weren't dealing with guns like that or something that's just something i heard on a podcast or whatever but i mean but that's why uh apparently the nra was formed it became what it is now later but it was it was formed so that people would stay proficient with shooting in the event that they, they needed a draft or something for people to go to war but you know that that that's 
the the main reason that the Second Amendment exists in the Constitution is so that you know men would stay proficient, could be so a fighting force could be organized in the event of a catastrophe, political or otherwise, right? But along with that idea is just like it it grew out of the idea of like guns and weaponry develop with us as a species. Like we need guns to hunt, you know. Like if, if you know, people might hunt for meat or whatever, people. I mean, like some people prefer to get their meat that way, but I mean, like a gun and, and, and like those type of things are a part of who we are as a species. Like there's no way. You're wiping that shit out. Like, if there are no guns, bears will take over societies. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? You like you really want the police to have to police the the the? the, the I mean, come on now. Like, it, it, it. Anyway, men need to know how to defend themselves, and people need to be armed, and like that creates peace. And I mean, this is why people need like all these like, you know, we having all these psychological problems and things like that. It's like people don't know what the what the fuck they're supposed to be doing in the first place. Like out here walking on planet on planet Earth, they don't realize that like we're just animals out here and like we're creating the best life we can. But at the end of the day, like anything, things can go wrong. Like we're out here. I mean, like a meteor could hit the planet. Like any number of things can hit the planet. And, like, if you can't change the tire on your car or kill a spider, like, you're just, like, waiting for extinction. Like, really. Like, what do you expect? Like, I don't know where people see any of this stuff going. But, I mean, because, like, another argument that people make is, like, the the self-defense argument. Like, in the city, like, you can call the police or whatever. But, like, you really do need to be able to defend yourself if somebody's coming in your crib. Like, the police might not be able to get there in time. And, and like, crime is happening. And, like, with inequality and all that kind of stuff, like, social unrest, like, you, you see what goes on in other countries when shit hits the fan. Like, you never know. And, I mean, like, even, like, the L.A. riots, what happened in New Orleans. Like, the stuff happens here. And, like, you should know. Like, and the thing is, is like, they don't really, like, publicize it but like a lot of people a lot of bad stuff happened in new orleans that wouldn't happen and like if people like it's crazy to me that people make the argument that the society is safer with a disarmed society because i mean this fucking cliche like the criminals will break the law to get whatever they need like when you make laws against these things you're just disarming you know the lawful citizens and and you know all that all that's whack especially like where the world is like the way the world is trending and it's it's all I feel like it all stems back to like people not respecting the fact that we're just animals out here and anything could happen at any day. People wanna live on this fantasy world where you don't have to worry about your own physical security. Like it's nice to live in a city where everything's cool right now 'cause but even when things are cool in a city, stuff is still dangerous. Like people I don't know. I don't know what to tell y'all, but I think people need to really think about and reconsider, like, their ideas on not only the Second Amendment, but, like, all all of your political and social views on society and all that kind of stuff, because you should know 
like where all this stuff is heading and y'all I'm gonna call it a I'm gonna call it a day on that. Y'all have a good week until the next time. Peace.